we spent a lot of time on our product and we wanted to make sure that what we were putting out to the market actually served the purpose that we were saying it was going to. And so we took time, we figured it out, and we started to come to the market with something that we truly believe is going to help the attorney and the businesses that we're trying to. And I think that maybe marketing took a little bit of a backseat during that time, Mm -hmm. as it probably naturally has to in in kind of a startup. And now we feel really confident in our product. And I think that's why you're hearing about us more and more and it won't stop. Today on Law Next, a closer look at Smokeball, the law practice management company whose roots are in Australia, but that is firmly entrenched in the United States. In fact, after Smokeball was founded in 2010, its very first customer was a law firm in Chicago. Appropriately then, it was in Chicago last week during ABA Tech Show that I sat down for a face-to-face conversation with two of Smokeball's top executives, Jane Oxley, Chief Revenue Officer for Smokeball Internationally, and Ruchi Chada, president of Smokeball in the United States. On the day that we spoke, Smokeball had just announced the expansion of its practice management platform with the addition of Smokeball Intake, an intake workflow system that the company says is designed to enable law firms to provide their clients with the kind of digital experience they expect from a modern law firm. In our interview, Oxley and Chada said, this announcement is just the start of a period of major global acceleration and innovation for the product throughout the next year. I will get to that interview in just a moment, but first, let's hear about the sponsors whose generosity supports this podcast. ShareFile is a secure, easy-to-use collaboration and workflow solution that has helped more than 90,000 customers secure data, share files, and collaborate on documents. With ShareFile for Legal, you can eliminate the never-ending speed bumps during client collaboration, giving your clients one tool to onboard, sign retainers, and share requested documents. It can also be easily integrated with popular workplace tools like Google Workspace, Salesforce, QuickBooks, Zapier, and more bringing even more ease to the client experience. To learn more about how ShareFile for Legal can help you keep work flowing, go to sharefile.com. Maris Case empowers workers' compensation, employment and labor, and insurance defense firms to run a successful law firm with innovative features built for your specialized practice. From client intake and document management, time tracking and billing, online payment reconciliation, and more, Maris Case has helped many other law firms reduce tasks by 70%. Say hello to a more efficient and successful law firm with Maris Case. Visit Maris Case online at mariscase.com. That's M-E-R-U-S-C-A-S-E.com. And learn more. Now on to my interview with Jane Oxley and Ruchi Chata. Jane Oxley and Ruchi Chaja, thank you for joining me. Welcome to Law Next. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Good to be here. It's good to be here. Here we are. We are live here at ABA Tech Show, and it's uh, always fun to be able to. I interview so many people virtually these days mm-hmm. that it's always fun to be able to sit and have a conversation with people face to face. Jane, I, I wonder if I could just start with you and ask if you could kind of give us kind of the background on Smokeball and the, the history of Smokeball. Yeah, so we started around 10 years ago. 
hit our 10-year anniversary last year of when we started developing the software. And we spun out of another legal software company in Australia. You can probably tell I'm Australian. That was very successful called Leap. And three of us, Hunter, um, who's our CEO, Bart, who's our CTO, and I kind of joined forces to bring You were all at Leap. We were, yeah. We were all at Leap. Um, Yeah, I actually was the fourth employee in 1998, which I was very young. Mm, You're still very young. You're still very young. She had to say that. Um, Yeah, so we wanted to kind of start over, do things differently, start with a brand new product with a different sort of ethos for how we approached developing the product and client service and, and all that kind of thing, a lot of passion behind helping small law firms because we see them as important parts of their local communities. And that was how we got started. Um, yeah. what, what was the motivating factor at that point? What, what did you want to do differently than what you had been seeing before? Honestly, I think we're a bunch of softies, really. <laughs> and um, <laughs> it's true. And, um, and we wanted to prove that you can build a really successful company by staying true to your values and that you could scale a company successfully while also staying true to your values. You know, you see a lot of companies that seem to lose that, especially as they get bigger. At the time, we were kind of like, we wanted to prove that nice guys can finish first. So we wanted to do that. And and part of that for us was obviously about the company itself and who we work with and how we work with each other. Last night, Bob, you commented that we have a great team and that is truly part of who we are. We want to enjoy coming to work every day because life is too short not to enjoy coming to work every day. But also we wanted to truly provide our clients with a great level of service and provide a backstop because they're small businesses at the end of the day and the services we provide them. Your practice management software is kind of the backbone of your business. So we tend to take on probably a higher level of questions about you know, their IT infrastructure and, and so on, then we probably need to, but we do that because um, we're passionate about the work they do. You know, small yeah. law firms are doing a hard job. No yeah. one really thanks them for it. So we kind of see ourselves as a company that really wants to support small law firms and the communities that they work in. Yeah. And, and you launched in Australia. And did you come into the United States immediately or, or what? Immediately. What did, yeah. yeah. It was kind of a weird decision in retrospect someone else was asking me about it this morning I was like I wouldn't recommend it um but we our first client was in Chicago we went to the ABA tech show in I think 2011 or 12 and decided to set up shop here and we started selling only in Chicago for the first couple of years and that was yeah that was how we got going so yeah all of our development was done in Australia our first client period really was in Chicago oh so you came into the United States at the same time, you launched in Australia. We launched in Australia later. Oh, really? Yeah, wow. yeah. So we, we really I had built that timeline backward in my mind. Well, no, I mean it's it's probably a very logical assumption yeah. that we would have done that. Um, but Leap had been very successful in the Australian market, so yeah. we were like, we came here and we saw a whole lot of law firms, and we noticed that there was a lot of products that were very good for time and billing, and not a lot of products that were actually good for helping them get work done. So automated forms and workflows and beautiful document management and email management. So we kind of were like, there's a gap Mm. in the market for what we do. So let's just go straight to the US. It was definitely hard. We had a new product in a new market and I was Australian, didn't know anyone. So it it was very hard those first few years. Rushi, you practiced law earlier in your career and now you're president 
smoke ball. How did you make that transition? How did you end up where you are now? Happy accident, I would say. <laughs> uh, I practiced family law for about 10 years, and it, I never anticipated that I would be a litigator, and I don't think it ever really suited my personality. And so around that 10-year mark, I thought, what else is out there? What else could I do? And so I spent about a year in LA and I was really exposed to tech and just talking to people looking for a different type of role. And I thought, where's tech and legal? And, you know, it just kind of circled and spiraled. And then I saw a job ad at Smokeball and I said, what is this place? And I looked into it very quickly, interviewed, hired, and we moved back to uh, Chicago. And it's an interesting kind of just like way it, it worked out. But at that time, Smokeball had a good product, but they were also pushing to hire a lot of attorneys and paralegals. And so I found myself actually in common company. And so it didn't feel so fish out of water because although it was a tech company, I was surrounded by attorneys. And so I think that really helped me and gave me a lot of confidence um, with my peers. And here we are five years later and been a journey, I guess, but it's been good. Yeah. And you are straight to the top. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, it feels like that sometimes, but then it's, you know, there, there's a lot, lot of work in between. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know whether I'd even ask this question, except that you guys brought it up last time. We were, for people listening to this recording, we were all at the same dinner last night and somebody kind of brought up this issue of, of why was it that it seemed until for a long time smokeball was just not as well known as some of the other practice management products on the market and i think that's changing now but why do you think that is why do you think it that maybe you weren't as well known for a while and and maybe you're starting to become more well known now i think the best answer i kind of hear to that and i and i'll steal it from hunter who's our ceo is we did the hard bits first and jane i think you say that a lot too we spent a lot of time on our product and we wanted to make sure that what we were putting out to the market actually served the purpose that we were saying it was going to. And so we we took time, we failed forward, we figured it out, and we started to come to the market with something that we truly believe is going to help the attorney and the businesses that we're trying to. And I think that maybe marketing took a little bit of a backseat during that time, mm -hmm. as it probably naturally has to in, in kind of a startup. And now we feel really confident in our product. And I think that's why you're hearing about us more and more and it won't stop. I think now we have a lot of word of mouth as well. So one of the great things about law firms and paralegals is they move between firms. Yes. And if you have a great product, um, you tell other people about it. So our number one source of leads to Smokeball is people searching for our brand, yes. which just says to me that people are saying good things about us. So I think that is one of the, the things that has started to, to turn the tide to get our brand awareness out there more. And obviously we're doing things like working with, you know, we're as of today, we're now a member benefit of New York State Bar. That's just happened today, which is great. Oh, congratulations. Thank, thank, thank you. you. Like California Bar, Florida, Texas, Illinois. So all that stuff is helping to get us. Right. Uh, raise the profile of Smokeball too. Right. Quite literally had an email, I had rather a text message this morning from a lawyer I know who uh, this morning I wrote a, a blog post about your new client intake feature, which we can talk about a little bit more, a little, little, bit, little bit later. But he saw that and he texted me and he said, what do you know about Smokeball and do you know anybody there? And I said, well, as a matter of fact, I'm talking to the people from Smokeball <laughs> later today. He said, because he said, I've been looking at them very seriously and you know, I'm looking for an objective opinion about, about Smokeball. 
And uh, he said, we've been using another shall not be named practice mm-hmm. management program that we've been really unhappy with. So when people, you know, there this is a crowded, somewhat crowded market in terms of practice management software for, for law firms. There's still plenty of room in the market because there's still a lot of lawyers that haven't even adopted any kind of practice management software. But when a lawyer comes to you and says, why you, as opposed to whatever else out there, what's the answer? What distinguishes Smokeball? Um, I would say there's a few things. And I think I kind of alluded to it a little bit before about the productivity side of things. But as part of the hard stuff that we did first, Smokeball, it's a very easy to use product, but it's an all-in-one product. So it's a very seamless experience when you're using Smokeball. So while we're cloud-based, you actually have a local install on the desktop. And the reason we have that is that we integrate really closely with Word and Outlook. And I know this is a lot of detail, but what that means is that we can make email management automatic and we can make document management automatic and we can build automated forms that integrate back in as well. And everything that we do is practice area specific. So when you open up a free decree matter in Illinois, there's going to be a petitioner, a respondent. You can put the children's details for this divorce in. You can put in the date of marriage and the date of separation. And if there's a prenup and all of those, they're all built out of the box for you. You don't have to think about it. You don't have to become a software developer yourself. And then all that information is going to fill into your documents for you automatically. We have the forms already there. It's just a completely seamless experience. And then we track the time. So, you know, from go to woe, and now there's intake coming in, which is also going to be practice area specific and built into that seamless flow. We see firms getting through three times the work. We've got reviews on G2 or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, three, I'm getting through three times the amount of work in the day. And I'm also billing more because it's been, no one enjoys tracking their time. So I think there's a lot of software out there that is for lawyers, but in my opinion, and if it was my friend looking at software, I'd be like, they're very generic at the end of the day. And you have to plug in a lot of things, try to get some depth of functionality. The only thing that makes them law specific in a lot of cases is that you can track your time. So we're, you know, it's just, we're a productivity powerhouse. We're going to help you get that work out the door. We're going to help you build the work automatically and hopefully enjoy doing law more and spend more time actually doing the law rather than I mean, everyone says to cut down the admin, but with Smokeball, it's actually really true. And it's, you know, seamless. Yeah. Ruchi, just let me ask, do you have anything to add to, to what Jane just said in terms of, uh, you know, what do you see as what distinguishes Smokeball from some of the other players on the market? Yeah, I think that I agree with everything that Jane said um, as to the product. And I think then the other part of it, which I feel absolutely confident in saying, is that we offer the best level of service to our clients as well, those being the law firm. We really take them on the journey of change management. We know it's hard. We're with them every step of the way. They have a dedicated point of contact um, through their whole life cycle at Smokeball. Our training is really in-depth. It's tailored to the firm. It's actually tailored not only just to the firm, but to the different roles and responsibilities within the firm. So we can train your paralegals differently than you would train your attorneys, et cetera. And I think that knowing that when you call, a human is going to answer the phone and is not going to let you go without at least knowing either your answer is resolved or we have a plan in place and we're going to figure it out with you and for you. And I think that that level of service and making sure that we know you're busy. When you have to call us, you have a million other things going on at a law firm. We understand that you need to be our priority and we really do take pride in making sure that we are giving law firms that experience and we're their partner in this journey. Yeah. 
which firms are right for Smokeball and which aren't? By practice area, by size of firm, who are the customers who should be using you and who would you say maybe we're not right for you? I think it's a tough question to answer. I think um, you want to say everybody's right. Uh, yeah, right. exactly right. And I keep stealing your lines, Jane. Um, but I think when you're serious about making a transition in tech and you really want to learn how to run your firm, your practice, and your business, I think that Smokeball is a great fit for you. But I still think if you're a startup, you should start the way you want to proceed. Right? You don't have to change systems Agreed. and get a. Data migration is not fun. No one enjoys migrating their data. So I would say it's, you know, our smallest client is one user and our biggest client is probably about 80 users. Yes. And so, you know, we do have a distinct market that we serve. And within that, it's really virtually every practice area. We don't work with uh, immigration a lot or bankruptcy a lot, but everything else from we love the general practice firms, uh, we love real estate personal injury, family law, all sorts of litigation, estate planning, probate, you know, all those kind of standard yeah. areas that yep. most small law firms work in, we, yep. are, we are set up for. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think... What's the smallest law firm? What's the largest law firm? Yeah. You know, we've got a lot of solos and, and that probably surprises some people because it is quite a, a lot of... Uh, we see a lot of the depth in, uh, in Smokeball in the collaboration because we've got some great collaboration tools. But yeah. I mean, we've, we've got some solos who are doing the same amount of work that 10 user firms are doing. Oh, yeah. And they're taking... Because they're, they're just leveraging the automation in Smokeball so well. Oh. So we've got solos who are doing really, really well with it. And then we've got 80 user firms who, who are loving it as well. So can flex a bit but we're, we're you know we're not serving 300 user firms we're no. not we don't do that at all right we say no in a market in which lawyers have many choices for law practice management software ask any of those companies what distinguishes them and they're likely to answer it's the features stupid if i may crib from the famous james carville line For Smokeball, one feature it has that others do not is automatic time tracking. After the break, I'll ask about that and about other Smokeball features. But first, let's hear from the sponsors who so generously support Law Next. Paradigm is revolutionizing legal technology. Practice Panther, Marist Case, Lolly Law, Bill for Time, and Trustbooks are all paradigm products that offer lawyers the tools they need to succeed across a wide range of practice areas and business needs. With native online payments, comprehensive practice management platforms, and powerful legal accounting software, Paradigm is the one-stop shop for law firms of all sizes and practices. Discover the Paradigm difference at JoinParadigm.com. Welcome back to Law Next. As we return to our conversation with Jane Oxley and Ruchi Chadha of Smokeball, we turn to talking about some of the product's features that they see as distinguishing it from other practice management platforms. Also, in this part of the conversation, I asked them about what's ahead for Smokeball, and we get Jane and Ruchi's thoughts on the broader law practice management market. So let's get back to that conversation. I want to ask you about a couple of the features. You've alluded to them already, but one is the automated time tracking, which 
I think is pretty unique to you guys in the market. I don't, I can't think of any other practice management platform that is, I know there are other apps that do that, but yeah, I, explain that. I, how does that work? What is, what does it mean? I, I, I know it is unique. Okay. And, and, and the reason it's unique is that in order to truly track someone's time, the software has to know what you did. And so in order to track your time, you have to be using the software pretty well. Right. And because Smokeball is so seamless and we have those beautiful integrations on the desktop with Word and Outlook, we're the first thing people open in the morning and we're the last thing they close when uh-huh. they go home at night. So they're using us to enter the data. They're using us to create all their off-the-cuff emails all day, every day. They're using us to generate their basic letters, their complex documents, to put in their calendar events. You know, it's, it's your hub yep. for your working life. Yeah. So what we've been able to do is because we've integrated with those systems, we've built all these timers that are basically starting and stopping and pausing all day, every day. And it just goes, this is, this is, this was your day. Yeah. Here are all the emails. You know, you jumped in, in and out of this document 10 times and during the day we pasted all that time together and you might have thought you spent 30 minutes in that document, but you actually spent an hour and 10 minutes in that document. Right. So the reviews we get on time tracking are crazy and they, sh- and they should be. There's been a lot of studies in small law and they've shown that most small law firms are billing about two hours per day per right. fee earner, right. which is frankly appalling right. because, right. you know, not yeah. everyone is a fee earner. Right. Um, so we feel pretty, you can probably tell, we feel quite passionate about changing that because small law firms are doing really important work. They deserve to be paid for that work. And time tracking is miserable. And so you do it at the end yep. of the, the day, the week, sometimes yeah. the month. Right. And try and recreate your time. You forget what you did. You value your time less. You start with one big pot of time that ends up at a tiny amount that ends up on the invoice often right. in the end. So we want firms to feel proud about billing their work which is what the time tracking does. And I think the other piece of it, sorry, so I'm just going to keep going on, um, (laughs) is that the time tracking is one piece, but what really works well with it is that we have these beautiful automation tools with the automated forms and everything. So you're getting your work done as efficiently as you could possibly be doing it for your clients. So you're, you should be billing every minute that you're working if you're using Smokeball because you're, you're, you invested in a great tool to get your work done efficiently and not charge your clients for the, the small things yeah. that, you know, so it is unique. It, yeah. it truly is. Yeah. And, it, and, and, and so how does it work? I mean, at the end of the day, so all day long you're capturing yeah. what I'm yeah. doing and then what happens at the end of the day, I get a, a report and I mean, is it allocated to clients and matters at that point or am I doing that manually or how does no, it because, because So the whole thing with Smokeball is that you are always working from a matter. Yes. That is kind of the base concept of Smokeball. You start in a matter and so we know everything you do is connected to the matter so literally you can look at your timesheet at any point through the day and it's just magically filling in with all these pending items and you can actually pop it out on another screen yeah and at the end of the day at about 2 a.m it just all posts you shouldn't be working <laughs> you should be asleep yes. peacefully because everything's Hopefully been you're not done exactly yeah <laughs> Um, it just automatically posts through to your billing system. Yeah. So you can, like, throughout the day, you could massage it and you can, you know, make something unbillable or yeah. you can click in line and add something to the description if you want to be really specific. But, yeah, it's when I'm onboarding new staff, um, I often do a demo for them and I show them that that timesheet view and smoke ball and I call it the what have I been doing with my life screen <laughs> because I've done real demos where people just go, oh, what? <laughs> yeah. 
like you're, you've got to be. It sounds right. too good to be true. Yeah. yeah. But it's actually true. Yeah. 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 Do you track when I'm playing solitaire or anything like no. Do I get to do that? It's not attached to a matter box. Yeah. <laughs> Unless it's matter <laughs> matter related solitaire, then we're not tracking it. Yeah, and we're not tracking your personal emails, right? Because they're good. not attached to a they're matter either. Yeah, good, good. This week, well, actually, I guess technically just formally today, uh, as we're talking, you launched a new client intake feature. Mm. So what can you tell us about that? What is this and why did you want to launch this? Yeah, well, it hasn't it hasn't launched officially yet. Right, that's... Uh, yeah. It's coming. Um, you announced, I should but say. But we announced, yes, yes. We announced that it should be here uh, later this year. And it fills in a gap that we had in our product as well and that our law firms have, which is that beginning piece, how you're attracting business, how business is coming into your firm. And making sure that that transition into then the rest, once you've actually obtained the work, is easy. Everybody has gone to a law firm and has sat there with a piece of paper and filled out your name and your address and your children's names and birth dates and marriage, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, it's a, it's an intake, it's a questionnaire and the attorney goes through it with you. And then you say, I want to hire you. And the attorney says, great. And then what does the attorney have to do with that information? They have to rekey it somewhere, whether it's keeping it in old days in a paper file and referring back to it and then putting it into the decree or whatever it is, or even today where you have a practice management software and you have to re-enter that information back into your system in order to then use it and harness even the power of automation. What we're trying to do is eliminate that re-entry, make it as easy as possible. Once that information is in our system as a lead, you can use it. If you get that client, if you're lucky enough to retain that client's business, then you're just pushing that information all the way through. So that's where it, I guess, starts. I don't know, Jane, if you have anything else Well, to yeah, and, and mechanically, it's, it actually is going to start on the law firm's website. So we, we yep. give you the contact us page, yep. contact us form. Client puts in that data. You can have that form look whichever way you want it to look, and it's going to feed straight into Smokeball and create a lead. So from there, yeah, we've got this kind of matter questionnaire, matter intake, where it will be like, we already know that because it's an estate plan, you need some beneficiaries and you're going to need an executor and well, they're already in smoke ball. So it's very easy for us to build sample questionnaires that you can shoot off to your client. You can see how much they've filled in. If they're filled in a bit, they don't have to do it all at once. Um, and that's all going to come in. So it's literally from the website straight into smoke ball and then you can track your lead conversions. And the, and the beautiful thing I think about it is that you will actually be able to sort of track that ROI from how many people contacted you through to converted to a client through to build and then actually how much you ended up collecting because we've got that whole whole world view so it's going to be a very seamless experience for our clients yeah pretty truly a to z yeah truly a to z yeah Yeah. obviously we're not going to be able to go through all of the different features of smoke but is there anything else that you would want to highlight as something that you think is particularly outstanding or distinctive about smoke in terms of the features that you offer you know that really makes the product shine there are a lot, so I'll think of I'll <laughs> yeah. think of and a couple. Yeah, I know, yeah, I know. <laughs> I, know. Um, I think that also going back to talking about doing, for lack of a better word, a lot of the grunt work early. We have a forms library which has over twenty thousand forms in it. Those are accessible. Obviously, they're by area of law and state, but they are accessible to smokeball clients when you sign up with us. There's no additional integration. There's no additional subscription. Those forms are there for you to use day one, and we also 
build into your personal library any proprietary forms that you want automated. And I think that that's such a bonus to kind of walk in and have access to forms that you typically use every day already built into the software and then using the automation to help populate those forms as well. I don't know that anybody else has 20,000 forms in their in their libraries. I think it's especially in the new post-COVID world where people are working from home more than yes. ever, the fact that if you get a new staff member and I'm doing a plug and play motion with my handy, I feel like Smokeball is quite plug and play. So you hire a new person and mm-hmm. here's what a, a family law matter looks like. Here are all the forms that you use. Here's um, the our proprietary forms that yep. we've automated in Smokeball. You know how to do things. You don't have to figure it out. You know, we have default folders you can set up in our document management part of Smokeball that's built into it. So you know where to save things. You know where to find things. So I think that workflow of the that the firm follows too, and the work, yeah. So I think that creating that workflow so that it's easy to do the right things for your staff, it's easy to get your work done with the automated forms. Um, it just makes for a much more enjoyable work day. Right. We were talking offline about the fact that you've done a number of notable hires, uh, increasing your staff, particularly over the last year. Uh, you know, at some point. Jane, you were basically marketing and president and everything all at once, and and now you've got a a full component uh, of professionals working in these various roles. What does this all mean for Smokeball as a company? What's the next year, two years going to look like for for Smokeball? I think it's going to be a big time of growth for us, honestly, because we've we've done a lot. I'd say in the last 18 months, we've done a lot of the hard work of scaling. And, you know, it's really, I was talking to one of the younger companies here today and, you know, you kind of go through different stages as a company and you get to a point where you have to add a whole lot of kind of infrastructure to support that next Mm -hmm. level of growth. It's not the funnest part Mm -hmm. of of going from a startup to the pimply teenager, as I kind of call it. Like, um, so we've done a lot of that hard yards and we have a team around us now that is, you know, they people who know much more about sales than I do and much more yes. about marketing than I do. And yeah. and they're all experts in their field and, and, and sales enablement, all these skill sets that are really going to help us go to that next level and be able to put the accelerator pedal down confidently, knowing that we've got the systems and processes and, uh, and product, obviously, as yep. Richie alluded to before, in place to really grow. And it is exciting to have people like Emma and Jordan join the team. You know, they're great people. They're very knowledgeable people and and they can help us educate and provide guidance to smaller firms that are looking to change software. And, And there's a lot of people, I think, right now who are looking at cloud software for the first time even. As you said before, there's a lot of firms out there not using anything as a practice management system still today. So I think it's um, it's a good time for us to be geared up for that growth. Yeah. You also have a leadership team that has mostly women on it. I mean, a few years ago, that would have been really rare in legal tech. I mean, I think it's becoming a lot more common in legal tech, but is that, I mean, is that at all by design or is it just the way the cards came down? I think it's the way that it's funny because this oftentimes it gets pointed out to us in a positive way, but it's always kind of been that way at Smokeball. Mm. Um, and so, and I, it's, we know no different, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think I definitely see it as a, um, a strength for us because the funny thing is once you get some amazing women on the team, other amazing women are attracted to join your business. Yeah. And sure. so it's helping us get a level of talent that, 
would possibly otherwise go to much larger companies. Yeah. They, they want to work in an environment like Smopal where they know there's no ceiling on what they can achieve. And then there's a work, genuine work ethos of, um, you know, flexibility and that we all have lives yep. and just get your work done. We're all grown ups. So I think that is also attractive because um, this isn't the only thing we have in our lives. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this whole work thing. Yeah. 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 Ruchi, I think you said it came five years ago to Smokeball yeah. or so. So uh, interesting timing, right? <laughs> you came in just before all hell broke loose and, and yeah. uh, we've had we've been through a dramatic three years here it has been I, what, I wonder what that's been like from, from your perspective I mean how have you seen the market change how have you how has that affected the company at all yeah I will say when I started we still talk just like we just mentioned there are still a lot of people who don't use a practice management software and so yeah. they're still first-time users much more prevalent when I started five years ago right. and I'll say the big game Game changer was COVID right. pandemic. Yeah. And the thing that I kind of dreamed about, which was, oh, lawyers are going to know that they need a technology, came true so fast. And uh, as a, a practicing attorney who understands tech, it's kind of a proud moment that I was like, all right, we're not this archaic industry anymore. Everybody has gotten on the bus. And I think that that's been a really enjoyable experience to watch attorneys go, I'm not just saying, oh, I know I should be using something. They're buying. They're educating themselves. They're picking up the phone. They're asking the right questions. And that actually has been, I mean, five years ago, there were attorneys who, you know, didn't have email even, right? right. And <laughs> I have to I have to buy Outlook. I don't, I don't use this. I use WordPerfect. I don't use Microsoft Word. And now you don't have to have those conversations and they're already on on the path. And so that's been actually very exciting, I would say, from just a personal standpoint. It's to see see my brothers and sisters kind of, you know, uh, just cut, like get into the 21st century. It's also, though, the market is much more saturated. I think that there are a lot of places where um, if you aren't tech savvy, I think that there are places that people do get caught up in, in the shiny, this is what somebody's telling me I need versus mm -hmm. what I actually do need. And so we take it, as, as Jane alluded to, educating the market is a big part of our business. And we want to make sure that people are asking the right questions, too. It's it's not always about, and you asked this, Bob, earlier, who shouldn't you know come to Smokeball. We don't want people at Smokeball who it doesn't work for you. We want you to use technology to better your firm and your business. If that is Smokeball, amazing. We welcome you with open arms. If it's too much, too little, you're a 500 user firm, as Jane said, we'll say no because you need to find the right partner for you. And so it's been an interesting journey to kind of see that and we're balancing out a little bit on uh, you know people knowing they need something and figuring out what they need and so we're getting there. We're yeah. getting there. Jane, I wonder about your perspective on the market, not just not just with regard to COVID, but you've been in this space longer than five years even. Uh, and you know, the last three, four years or so have seen a lot of consolidation, a lot of wrap-ups and acquisitions and whatever else, and maybe not as many newer entrants coming onto the market. For a while, there were a whole bunch of newer entrants coming onto the market. Where do you think the practice management market is right now? I mean, is this a mature market now or where are we and how this market is evolving and how do you think it might play out? Um, I think it's definitely, as you said, you know, 10 years ago when I came to tech show, it was a Lexus and Thomson Reuters show mm. and they're not even here anymore. Mm. Right. That's funny. <laughs> That's so interesting. Um, which is, you know, it was just a big swathe of red and a big swathe of orange. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 
And then, yeah, every year there was little ones that would pop up and disappear. And yeah. I remember you saying years ago that, you know, this, this is not going to work out for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think it, the market is much more mature, I think. And this is not inside legal. The whole tech world just mm. had this huge explosion over the last few years and that has caused those roll-ups as well, you know, lots of VC and PE money mm. around. So I do think we're reaching a point of maturity in the US market. I still think there is a lot of opportunity for new products to come in, having said that. And where actually where I'm seeing the most interesting products now are actually kind of some of the adjunct tools that I would say that, you know, they come to market solving a really distinct problem really, really well. That that to me, I think is probably going to be that next wave. You know, things like um, like Decision Vault, who was in the startup alley, you know, they solve estate planning intake very, very well. Yeah. And we had a lot of pressure from our clients to integrate with it. So they've done a really good job. But I think what the next struggle is going to be, you know, no one wants to have a million disparate systems. So I think that will be a struggle as creating an ecosystem that's easy for a small law firm. You know, I've always said that, you know, if you're a 500 user law firm that we don't sell to, best of breed makes sense. If you're a 20 user law firm, best of breed is an absolute pain in ass really you know and um so how the industry kind of integrates these tools and and maybe they're going to be the next sort of layers of you know products being absorbed um it's going to be interesting to watch but i think in the practice management space itself it's reaching a point of maturity though i think there's probably a lot of pain going on behind the scenes as Mm. people have rolled up products and you know they're not necessarily there's no migrating data even if you own the two products is still not fun so you know um and and in my past history we've we've dealt with some of that stuff it's difficult stuff to solve so it's it's going to be an interesting few years ahead yeah something you said reminded me that i also wanted to ask you about your pricing model because you're not sort of a standard SaaS model you do ask your customers for longer term contracts i think traditionally a three-year contract Mm -hmm. if i got that right or i think it's a one-year or three-year option or something like that yeah why do you take that approach to to pricing there's a couple of reasons why we take it but one of them transparently means that we can um take less investment because we get yeah finance some of that cash we get it up front yeah it works well for us But also, I think the biggest thing for a three-year contract for us is that, as Rushi said, change management is hard. And when you've signed a three-year contract, just knowing that you've done that as a human means you're more likely to be invested in taking the product seriously. Yeah. And yeah. law firms need practice management software. Yep. And we're not interested in gym membership purchases, Correct. right? You know, I'm on the 1st of January, I'm, I'm joining a gym and I'm never going to go, but I'll just keep paying for that gym membership because I'm hoping that will make me fitter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so that we are not that company. We are invested in our clients and that three-year contract makes it a two-way street. Yeah. That, you know, we're invested from day one. We're going to put a lot of effort into you, into setting you up, helping you get your standard letters and so on in. But, you know, with that contract period, they're also invested in the outcome as well. And the best thing about that is that it's wins all around at the end of the day. They reap the benefits of running their business seriously, you know, having processes and tools in place to be more successful. So, Yeah, no, that makes sense. I mean, I, I talk to a lot of practice management companies and something I often hear is that their customers don't ever take the time to get invested in the product. I mean, they stay subscribed to a product and then don't even understand the full 
array of what they can do with it and don't ever get around to using much of what they can do with it. And then, and then they end up deciding they don't like the product because they never used half the features. Exactly. The exactly. Yes. Yeah. Well, I'm just about out of time here, but uh, I want to just give you a chance to say if there's anything else that you guys wanted to talk about or point out about Smokeball or just share any final thoughts before we wrap up. I think going all the way back to the beginning of our conversation, I would say I can almost guarantee you by the next 12 to 18 months, nobody's going to ask, how come we don't hear about you? <laughs> I think you're going to see a lot of us. Well, no, because so. you've been on my podcast. Yeah, now, so. exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's yeah. very true. Yeah. Jane, how about you? Um, I would say if you are like the gentleman that emailed you this morning, talk to some other firms or call us and talk to, we'll tell you some clients to talk to. We're not afraid of doing that. And we've got a lot of great fans of Smokeball out there for what it's done for their business. So if you do want to take a look at Smokeball, we're more than happy to direct you on to clients who do the same area of law as you, potentially in the same size firm Mm -hmm. as you, um, to give you that confidence that could be the right fit for your firm. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me today. It's been a real pleasure to talk to you both. Thanks, Bob. Thanks to Jane Oxley, Chief Revenue Officer for Smokeball Internationally, and Ruchi Chata, President of Smokeball, for sitting down with me at ABA Tech Show to talk about the company and its product. If you'd like to share your own thoughts or comments on today's show, please do so by tweeting us at Lawnex Podcast or by emailing me directly, ambrogi at gmail.com. Lawnex is produced, engineered, and edited by Populous Radio. I'm your host, Bob Ambrogi. I hope you'll join us again next time for another episode of Lawnex. Next.